0: This episode of the NMBD podcast is sponsored by Capital.com. Capital.com is one of Europe's fastest-growing regulated investment trading platforms. They enable people to confidently participate in financial markets by taking the complexity out of investing with secure, low-friction, innovative platforms. The No Money But Dreams podcast is for those millennial dreamers
1: who try to be in the top 1%.
0: It doesn't matter what we've achieved.
1: We wake up every morning with the mindset that we're still broke. We welcome you on our journey in search of that home run, which can change everything. Everything? Everything. Welcome back to another episode of No Money But Dreams. Today, we're going to talk about why is hiring more important than anything you do? And that being
0: your human resource strategy is probably the most important thing you can think about, I think, in a
1: corporate situation, just as much as it is as an entrepreneur. I want to talk to you specifically as being a leader and how important it is to hire the right kind of people. I'm going to give my take afterwards, but I really, truly believe, and this has come out in the last kind of two, three years, how important it is to hire the right kind of people. So give me a little bit of an overview of what your business has gone through over the last two years, where you try to kind of distance yourself a little bit from the day-to-day operations and hire middle management across the board and the kind of challenges that you have faced.
0: Yeah, I think this is a topic that everybody realizes, everybody is super aware of um, in their own business if they're thinking of starting one as well, but it's extremely difficult to implement in practice. You know, finding the right people and the right fit for your organization is a lot more difficult, especially when you have to make a decision based on a CV and three interviews. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, And what is 100% clear and certain is that if you want to win in business, you can't keep yourself in the comfort zone. And you need to keep pushing yourself further and further. And if you can bring somebody in who can take care of you know, the mundane tasks, which you've done in the beginning of your business, that gives you more time to think about strategy. Think about where you're going, how are you going to grow, either raising more money, for example, or pivoting, all these different things, it becomes very difficult when you're stuck in the operation, you're stuck in the day to day. I was listening to a really interesting podcast with Peter Chernin. And he He said that if you want to be the best, that you need to hire the best team. Everybody knows that. But the chances that you're going to hire a superstar uh, with loads of experience is extremely slim, very difficult. Because a superstar with a lot of experience, the company he works for knows that and is not just going to let him go for nothing, you know. So you're kind of left with two choices. And that is, do you hire somebody who's not a superstar? with a lot of experience? Or do you take a chance on somebody on the way up, Mm -hmm. you know? And I really think that that resonated with me and, and will take part in all my future kind of hiring strategies. And because just because you have a lot of experience doesn't mean you're fit for the job. And I think you've noticed that as well in your time working in your industry as well. There's super basic things, which is number one, come with solutions, not problems. Like, let's try and figure out a solution. Hard work comes in there as well. And I feel that as you hire hire a higher up and not sort of at like the foot soldier level, like people expect to do less work and get paid more. And when it's coming out of your own pocket, no, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Every single dirham that I'm paying you is money that could be in my own pocket. If I do your job, essentially, which I am capable of doing or I wouldn't be where I am today because mm. I have done every single like job that you had to do to scale this business to the point where I can afford to pay somebody a salary to come in and do a
1: job, which I was doing before. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, there's a few things that are really important when you're hiring people. The first thing is attitude. Yeah. Right.
0: Attitude is everything.
1: It's absolutely everything. If someone has the right attitude, it doesn't really matter so much to me what his skill set is. Mm. I will find a job that fits his skill set yeah. or I will stretch him to get to the job where I want him to be. But if you don't have the right attitude and you come to me with problems all the time or with excuses of why you can't do something or why you can't find a way to make something work, we're not going to get along. Right. So hiring for attitude is so important. Um, and then, in terms of hiring the gu- the right kind of people, what is what has come out to me that is even more important is that you find someone that also fits within the culture of the team, mm. right? Because you can have a superstar, as you call them, and that superstar just doesn't fit with the culture. Yeah. Right. And if you get in someone like that, he may be able to perform well himself. But within the organization, he doesn't fit because the people around his direct reports won't go above and beyond what they should go so that everyone can succeed. So when you're hiring, yes, attitude is one thing, but is this guy a team player and can he fit in the current structure of your organization? Mm. So that's a really important point as well. And that's not easy to hire for. And how I try to hire the right kind of people in that instance is I'm going to do more and more interviews and I'm going to let them speak to random people, not Mm. necessarily his direct reports or his direct superiors, but I'm going to pick a few different characters that interview this person to try and ask a number of different unrelated kind of questions and see how he reacts and ask a lot of questions. If you're in an interview and you're the one talking the whole time, you're not doing a great job. You should be the one listening. Yeah. Right. You should keep having more questions to really suss out. And this comes back to your point. Hiring a superstar that on paper looks like a superstar, it may look like that because he's good at selling himself. But when it actually comes down to it, was he the one that drove the success in the organization? Mm. Or was he just a number that was hiding behind someone else's success? Yeah. And when you want to hire someone in your team, you want to have the guy that was actually doing it. Yeah. And that was actually growing the organization. right? Mm. And that you can only find out by asking questions and sitting there silence and keep probing, keep asking more questions to find out, is this guy really going to take me to where I want to be? And the last point that I want to get, in response to yours, is am I gonna take someone that's kinda like on the way up and stretch him to get him to that place? Yeah. I've had experience where mm. this is absolutely the right way to do things. At the same time, I always give this example when there's an organization that has gone from ten million to a hundred million. There are people that take you from A to B, but then there are people that cannot take you from B to C. Mm. Right. And you may have to hire a completely different type Skill of set. people mm. to get you to see there will only be so many people that got you from A to B that have enough character, imagination, and aptitude to get you to see right so you may just it's just a natural progression where you have to bring in other people and then I want to make one other point why it's so important to hire the right kind of people is At some point, you're going to get to a level where you're not an expert anymore, right? Social media, uh, dev work, finance. There's so many different departments where you will have some kind of general understanding, but you will not be the subject matter expert and you will have to get someone in to support you. Otherwise, you're doing tasks which you're not the best person for, but you're also only doing the tasks at such a level not at you know at the level that someone is an expert in mm. so and as a business leader you want to surround yourself with people that are better than you that are people that in that department can do a better job so that you can focus on like i know that your strength is marketing and product development right so if I was in your shoes, I would just hire people around me that can do all the other tasks, which you call mundane or the, the finance tasks, you know, all the things that you're not passionate about. Yeah. Let someone else do them, right? The same as for me. I know that I'm very good at identifying kind of revenue streams and hidden potential that not everyone sees. I like to spend my time doing that. Mm. What I don't like to do is then go and say, okay, I've done project A, B, C, D these are the results of project A, B, C, D. Yes, I want to know whether it worked or not, but to collect all the data, to put it into presentation and all of that, I'm not the best person to do that. Yeah. So I need to surround <coughs> myself with people that are much more detailed orientated to pick up my slack and round out so that we can then go and say, hey, this was a great project, this wasn't a great project. Yeah. So identifying your strengths as a leader and your weaknesses and then hiring around that is also really, really important.
0: Yeah, I think that I get really excited in interviews and think like, this is the guy or this is, this is the girl that I need 100%. And mm-hmm. I don't go through due process of interviewing over and over and probing and asking all those different questions. And I haven't really formed a system to hire people I'm really good at hiring supervisor, like store level. Mm -hmm. I just have a gut feeling. I can tell within 10 minutes, whether we'll get along or we won't get along because I've done it hundred and maybe 250 times. Mm -hmm. But managing somebody to kind of take on the responsibilities that I have, I've done five times. Mm. Compare 250 versus five. So I really struggle with that. And I think I need to create a process which I can follow and probe and take more time. Like there is no need to rush into something. But I think that also ties into the fact that I can't stand reading CVs. I really can't stand going through and sifting CVs. I don't mind meeting people. Mm -hmm. I love that part of it and having the discussion, except for the fact that I get too excited and make rash decisions. And it's really something that I need to work on because the way you look at it, if you don't hire the right people, then there's no way that you can grow and there's no way that you can scale. It's impossible. Mm. You can't do everything. When it and com- you can't be a micromanager either.
1: Yeah. When it comes to hiring, the other thing that is really annoying is if you have a system to hire people and instead of following that system, you just hire people in your network because yes. you know them, you've worked with them before, which may be a good reference, but this due process that you're talking about also means going through a number of different kind of candidates to find the best person for the job yeah. and not the easiest person that is around.
0: Exactly. I think I I suffer from just taking the easier person because I'm so frustrated. We all do. Yeah, but I'm so frustrated to go through so many more CVs. Mm. Uh, it's just a problem. I don't know why it's ingrained in me. It's I, des- I despise it. Mm. You know what I mean? And as an entrepreneur, you're really locked in the business 24-7. So... As much as you want people to come and do like mundane tasks or tasks which you don't think you're very good at or you don't enjoy doing, it would also be refreshing to have somebody who would take that time to objectively like evaluate what you're doing and give suggestions. Are you still hiring every single person? Uh, now I went back to yes. Yes. Because when I gave. Yeah, go ahead. So this is
1: exactly why I asked this question. Why? Why are you still hiring every person? Because when
0: I've let other people do it, they make mistakes.
1: Yeah, and that's the same thing. I I've gone around that same circle, and I
0: rather actually spend all my time making sure I have the right people in my organization than anything else, because that's more important.
1: See, and this is exactly why we're doing this episode today. Yeah, because I feel that when you get more successful or higher up in an organization, people think, "Oh, it's not my job anymore to do all these interviews." And I thought else that can as well, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, and,
0: and then th- ended up with a like ended up with some people who were just no i would never ever i would tell you on the first day this person it cannot achieve what i'm looking yeah
1: like. i had the same issue and i had to go back to really buckle down yeah and back to the drawing board allocate more time towards doing interviews and you have to go through a number of different candidates and you know that like if you compare the interviews and say look i interviewed these 10 people for the role these are definitely the two people that are gonna come out on top because you know when you have 10 15 years experience you know this at some point but when you're not willing to put in the time to yeah being go lazy. through these 10 you're people excuses exactly so but what i also don't like is when someone schedules an interview for an hour no no need yeah do a half an hour and if i like someone for half an hour it'll go on for an hour no yes and you can also then let him be interviewed by a number of other kind of stakeholders. Because I always like to have a fact check on my kind of gut feeling because mm. I am like you, I get excited, yeah. right? And before I get excited and hire someone that I may think, because sometimes I see myself in in people, yeah? And I wanna give them a chance and I want them to succeed, but they may not have the same drive, right? There's a reason why we are in the positions that we are yeah. and why other people are not, right? And then getting someone that has a completely different view that isn't emotionally involved and ha- didn't have that good conversation with the, uh, with the candidate is a really good fact check and getting feedback. Yeah. And asking them, look, I like this person. I'm not going to tell you anything else. Just do your normal interview and give me feedback afterwards. And I've had shocking feedback after some of these rounds where someone has said, no, we can't hire this person. Like this person said, he's going to scream at people on the sales floor I'm like what like, I didn't get this feeling at all. at all yeah right and because I didn't ask that kind of question mm. so your own questions they also have to vary because you like to answer the, you almost like to give a question where he can answer the right kind of answer that you want to hear right yeah. and someone else will ask a completely different question you're like what Did He guy. this guy said this yeah that's unbelievable and sometimes I then fight for the candidate and I want to have another interview or get a third person involved. And sometimes i just like, man, there's so many points, you really saved me. Thank you so much for taking the time to interview that person. Yeah, But it is the most important thing that I do now on a day-to-day apart from strategy work is to interview people and consistently ask for more and more CVs, even mm. if there is a difficult role to hire for where you don't have many candidates. yeah, Keep going out, keep asking the network, keep asking other people, to get a number of CVs in front of you, a number of interviews lined up. Because if you hire the wrong person, what implications does that have? You waste the time training them. You waste the time of probation period and you figure out after two, three, four, five months it's the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Then you need to hire another person and you need to train them again. Like there's so much costs involved that people don't speak about. Cost, time, if, stress. If they only invest that time at the beginning exactly. of the funnel, yeah. then you don't have all these issues further down the line. Yeah. So and yes, you're going to make mistakes.
0: No one is perfect every single time. But your ability to reduce... That churn of making a mistake is so important because you can then focus on the strategy. You can focus on what matters and not have to turn back and go from square one all over again.
1: And there is a reason why the biggest companies in the world and the toughest jobs have seven, eight rounds of interviews. Yeah. My my sister in law just got into Amazon here and she did eight rounds of interviews over a number of yeah, weeks. Because they're not just going to let anybody in the front door. Exactly. And that means that, you know, we need to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. If we want the right kind of people working for ourselves, then you got to make it uncomfortable. Yeah. And that also weeds out the uh, candidates because some people just don't want to prepare a case study, don't want to prepare like, why and speak to so many people they just want to get a job yeah and they fall off mm-hmm. right so the more you can drag this out because the worst thing is and in dubai it's even worse because if you get someone a visa oh god yeah you pay two thousand dollars yeah if it's the wrong person that two thousand dollars is gone yeah right
0: 100 percent.
1: so i think s- it's
0: a matter of us being accountable that this is the most probably the most important component to being successful and and really spending the time investing the time, coming up with a framework, a, a process of what you ask. And, and yes, it is five interviews if you're gonna get a job with me, and it has to be five. I have to meet you five times. One time in a restaurant, maybe. One time over coffee, one time on Zoom, one time, you know, in different settings where you are exposed to different things so you might ask different
1: questions. So I know from you that you want to hire someone in operations, right? And you want to hire also someone around social media right? Because both of these take a lot of your time, right? So when you hire someone like this, obviously on social media, you look at the work that they have done previously. But what could you do better? Because I know that you've had one, two hires that didn't go the way that you wanted it to go in that department. And it's such an important thing for you to disattach yourself from the brand that you have built over such a long time. So what is your process now to try and get the right kind of person in? I mean, I think it's
0: very much the process, which I want to see whether we vibe together to create content mm-hmm. and whether after like maybe five times that we do create content together or 10 times that you start to see my vision, you put in a bit of your own, but you can kind of understand where I want to go with it, mm. you know, without me spoon feeding so much. Mm mm-hmm. And then there's basic things like coming on time. Some people always have a problem, yeah? And figuring that out, whether that is a always have a problem person, sometimes you can't do it straight away. Mm. Takes some time. And I had a situation where literally every single time, and I used to see the person once a week, there was a problem or an issue. I just told the person, listen, you are a problem person. <laughs> And that, I cannot work with somebody like that. Mm. I cannot have somebody who's always has an excuse, always isn't ready to do whatever needs to be done. Always, 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 it's never ending. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: I want to give a great example to counter yours. I hired someone for a sales job, which I know that he's an entrepreneur at heart. He comes from an entrepreneurial family. And I know that he probably wouldn't be the person that, does the most amount of dials on the phone. But he had this thing about him that was just, I'll do whatever whatever it takes. I'm interested in this industry and I want to get involved and I'll do whatever you ask me to do. Two Um, months into the job, he said, look, I I can't do this anymore. Like, I want to quit. This is not really my passion. I want to do something else he didn't he didn't want to leave the company but he didn't want to do sales anymore Mm. why didn't he want to do sales because I had a meeting with the whole sales team and I told them look I want these 30 projects to be done yeah I asked everyone what are the things that we need to do to become number one and 30 different things came up and he said man this number two I want to do I want to do social media I want to do your YouTube channel Mm. I said Wow, that's amazing. I mean, no one came to me and said they wanted to do uh, YouTube. Yeah. And he actually had grown his own YouTube to four, or 5,000 views each of the videos. So he had something to show for his outside interest that could back up his personal why he brand. wanted to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I said, of course, I'm going to take you out of sales. And I'm going to let you do this. Yeah. Right. But because I hired for the right attitude with this yeah. guy, he then later just switched seats like this. And now he's mm. doing an amazing job. Exactly. Mm. So when you hire the right kind of people, there isn't this, oh, this is my job description and I can only do this. Mm. And you as a leader then have the responsibility to put them in the right kind of situations where they can flourish. Exactly. That's the key point.
0: Mm. You've hired based on attitude. And I think that point, whatever it takes, is really important. And I know that both of us are similar in that. Like if I'm going in a situation where business is not going correct, then I just, for example, when the burger industry is not going well or sales are not good, instead of running away, no, I sit in the store. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, but the, the thing between you and me is, you know, we are the leaders and we have to do this. Right when you're hiring people at a lower level, yeah. not everyone comes with that attitude. Yeah, yeah. Right, a lot of people just come. I want to get my nine to five. I want to get out of here and that's it. Yeah. Right. When you find these people that really have ambition and that want to go to the next level and the next level and the next level and they want to be where you are, I had people in my interview. I, you know, when you ask them where do you want to be in five years, you know, th- those kind of standard kind of questions, and someone says, "I want your job." Mm. I'm like, fantastic. You know yeah. that's exactly what I want. I want someone But a lot of people in the corporate world don't like that. Don't mm. like that response. Yeah. People don't like that, but I I I like it because I was like that. Yeah, yeah I may have not voiced it back then, mm. but if someone can be so confident to tell me in your my yeah, face. Yeah, I I want to have your job. I was like, okay. So how do you think you can get there? Mm. And then they have a plan of, you know, I want to do this. I, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Mm. You know, when you get these kind of responses, I know that I've got a guy in front of me that I can put in many different situations and I can p- see whether he can then deliver because yeah. I'll give you a chance, right? I'll definitely give you a chance. If you mess up the first chance, I'll give you a second chance. If you keep messing up at some point, you and know. You pull the trigger. Exactly. Pull the drain, yeah. But those kind of people when you find them you should try and hunt for them Mm. you should try and hunt for people even at the lowest level in your shop whether it's front of house or back of house that want to become storekeepers or regional managers right so they may have to go that would be ambition then you're looking for ambition exactly um and that paired with attitude is just killer combination yeah
0: ambition and attitude yeah couldn't
1: agree more so that was our take on why hiring is so important.
0: Yeah, and it is something that everybody needs to spend more time thinking about, especially your entrepreneurs out there running your own businesses, whether it's the first hire you make or the thousandth hire. I think having due process, spending some more time, and if there's anything that you're going to do yourself, make sure it's which people you let through your, into your organization. Yeah. I think is the most important part. Anyways, on that note, thank you guys for tuning in. Take care. Peace. Peace.